today's WC Conversation. I'm Patrick Earl, Economic Development Officer with Wheatland County. We have here today um, Don Shave, Interim Director of Clinical Innovation with the Calgary Rural Primary Care Network. Um, Don Shave is an Interim Director of Clinical Innovation with the Calgary uh, Rural Primary Care Network. Don has worked with the PCN for the last seven years and prior to that worked with uh, the Strathmore Hospital. As a director, Don oversees PCN nursing staff as well as the implementation of clinical services and programs. Throughout her nursing career, Don has worked in many settings caring for patients with complex health needs. Don's passion for helping others has been fulfilled by her years of nursing service. Don is a longtime resident of this area with roots deep in the community. She has worked with various community agencies in order to enhance local projects. Dawn is proud to have been involved in the development of the Strathmore Lions Regional Outdoor Rink, as well as many other initiatives. When she's not working, Dawn can be found taking in the community events with her family or spending time outdoors. And with that, I'd like to invite you, Dawn, and Stephanie as well, uh, to tell us more about the Calgary Rural Primary Care Network. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. I want to thank you for inviting us here today. Uh, today's goal is to really highlight how primary care can support businesses and their individual staff to navigate their health needs in the face of the pandemic. Mental health and well-being are often topics not discussed in the scope of business. However, we know that this has been a very difficult and challenging year for many individuals. Business owners have been defeated by many of the COVID-19 impacts. And today I would like to highlight the importance of seeking health services in, over, in order to promote overall well-being for yourselves, your families and your colleagues. It's important to understand that identifying symptoms of anxiety or depression are the first step in working towards improved health and well-being. These symptoms can mimic other ailments and can often be subtle and difficult to recognize. I have listed only a few examples of symptoms you might see if you are struggling during this pandemic. Maybe you're feeling a bit more anxious or irritable. Are you feeling hopeless or like you have excessive worries? Have you noticed sleep disturbances or changes in your eating patterns? Maybe it's a relationship strain or a loss of interest in activities you once enjoyed. Sometimes you notice more physical symptoms like headaches, tremors, stomach upset, new pains. If your symptoms are severe, we always recommend seeing your family doctor as a first step. However, if you have recognized mild symptoms in people within your circles, be it employees, family or friends, Think about how you can work together to support each other during these difficult times. Maybe it starts with some mindfulness using a meditation app or trying an online support, some of which I've listed here. Ask yourself if your business offers healthy incentives such as team building events or safe spaces to chat about issues. Maybe you need to check into community resources such as FCSS or local social groups for the assistance you might need. When self-directed supports might not be enough, it maybe is time to see your family doctor. 
Mental health is about ensuring holistic health, whether it be needing to speak with a therapist, navigating resources, or just incorporating some exercise to reduce your stress. Mental wellness involves multiple components of care. It is important to speak with your doctor to determine how further resources can be implemented into your care plan. This is where you might be introduced to the medical home, where maybe you've seen your family doctor and you get involved with the Calgary Rural Primary Care Network team. This might include visits with a nurse, a family counselor, a social worker, or an exercise specialist. This multidisciplinary team will address your unique needs and concerns so you can start to benefit the areas of your life that are most important to you. If further support is required, Alberta Health Services offers specialized mental health supports for needs that are more in that moderate to severe range. So what about the patient medical home? The patient medical home is the home base for your health needs. At the heart of the patient medical home is patient-centered care, offering you the support required to best meet your individual health needs. When seeing your doctor, they may refer you to other clinicians or supports within the primary care network. Although these services might not be right at your doctor's office, they can usually be found close by at your local PCN office. This team of providers can help you navigate many health concerns, especially during times of high stress, stress such as those related to the pandemic. Perhaps the primary care team will offer you an appointment with, with one of their clinicians, or it may mean getting connected to an agency or resource that can best meet your needs. Often these agencies are located within your health neighborhood. So why do we encourage the patient medical home model? Once you have accessed your family doctor, your primary care team can wrap around you, offering assistance and system navigation. We recognize our health system is very complex and the medical home team walks alongside of patients as they navigate this difficult journey. These primary care team members are directly connected to the medical home ensuring your physician is continuously updated in order to provide instructions and ideas that are best suited to your care needs. If you know someone who is struggling with the effects of COVID-19, please encourage them to reach out to their physician to get connected to their medical home. The Calgary Rural Primary Care Network has a variety of clinicians dedicated to supporting mental health, and overall wellness within our community. Here I have listed just a few of the providers who work out of our local office. Maybe it's the social worker who can provide assistance with emotional needs, help with finances, or navigating difficult government programs. Perhaps it's the nurse who can provide health advice, emotional support, or some of that system navigation. Our family counsel, counselors are available to provide therapy, advocacy, and supports to children and families who are affected by stress and trauma. These clinicians work alongside family doctors, offering different facets of care to each patient for their individual health needs. Think of primary care as a physician-led team supporting you in wraparound health care. From medical needs to emotional well-being 
to connecting with resources such as financial aid programs. Each component of your health can be supported by receiving the wraparound care offered by the primary care networks. When a higher level of support is required, your physician and care team can also send referrals to specialized services such as specialized counseling or other specialist physicians. So what happens if you don't have a family doctor? Well, the Alberta Find a Doctor website is an easy online tool that people can use to help them find a family doctor. The tool connects you with doctors in your preferred location who may be accepting new patients. Another option is to contact your local PCN office directly, where a staff may be able to walk you through the process of finding a doctor. So when we talk about PCNs, we want to ensure that you understand the goal of PCNs, primary care networks, is to provide upstream support and encourage people to be as well as possible in the hopes of preventing further health crises or potential hospital admissions. Think of accessing PCNs to enhance wellness, provide early interventions, and provide optimal health in our communities. In closing, I would like to encourage business owners to spend some time considering their own health and the health of their teams. Think about what symptoms may be creeping in and where you can start seeking some support, whether that be some of those self-directed online and phone supports, or whether further support is needed through your physician and your primary care network. Please know that you are not alone in this and reaching out means taking a step in the right direction. Thank you. Great, thanks, Don. Um, yeah, so um, what I'll do is um, the, just put out uh, the um, the offer for um, people on the call to answer or ask any questions. Absolutely. Okay. So Don, what has what have you seen just in terms of the area here? Like who's how are you seeing the most affected or impacted and, and what resources have you found most helpful in directing them to? You know, I think everyone's been impacted in, in different ways. Um, we're certainly seeing a lot of young families that are feeling sort of multiple pressures, whether that's pressures from school um, and their children not being able to come to school or work-related pressures, or maybe just the pressures of trying to care for um, their aging parents or loved ones. And um, I think that those are very difficult <laughs> um, families to help because there's so many different things they need. And so we always encourage, you know, to, to think about where to start from. So is it a bit of emotional support? Can you reach out to your network to get a bit of emotional support or use some of those self-directed resources that we talked about? Or is it something more, something specific that needs a referral? So if it's a financial piece or a counseling piece, then can you connect with your doctor to, to get a referral to a social worker or to one of the counseling services that are available? Right, okay. Great. Um, do you have any uh, any other questions, Wendy? Uh, Wendy, by the way, is um, the Community Economic uh, Development 
uh, lead for community futures out of uh, Wild Rose in Strathmore. So um, she deals with some stresses too on the financial business related side for sure. Um, so, um, but I was wondering, do you have any um, statistics on mental health inquiries from business owners, managers, etc.? So I personally don't have any statistics. Um, I do know that, you know, our, our services are very individually health-based services. So it's, it's often an individual or a family that's reaching out to us. We don't generally hear from businesses as such, but through those individual interactions, we do know, right? There, we know there's impacts in the workplaces. There, there's impacts, you know, not just socially, but financially. And um, it's, it's definitely difficult times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, also um, with uh, so many businesses um, operating, um, they have potentially increased demands uh, because they've had to either lay off staff and work more themselves to keep their business open. Um, are, are the resources available that can help them outside of regular business hours? Absolutely. So many of those self-directed um, supports, and I just sort of briefly mentioned them in my presentation, are available um, outside of what we would call normal business hours. And so, of course, we're all familiar with some of the apps like Headspace and Calm. There's online counseling supports and services that are generally outside of normal business hours. Um, there's also some call-in support lines. Alberta Health Services has a mental health call-in support line. The Distress Centre has a call-in support line. And those would be available more 24 hours a day. Then, of course, if you think about some of the private counselling services, um, they often will have um, appointments, one-on-one -on -one appointments for individuals that are, you know, evenings, weekends, those types of things. Great. And... Um... All, all this information is on your website. Can I get your website address again? Sure. It's crpcn.ca. Great. And is it possible to get a copy of your presentation that we could put on our Infinite site with links to your website? I don't see a problem with that. Stephanie, just want to double check that's fine. Yeah, that will be totally fine. Okay. Thank you. Great. Um, and then uh, I'll put additional comments uh, onto the to the YouTube post that we do on this as well. And our website is infinitewc.ca. So, um, okay, um, uh, Wendy, do you have any other questions, or do um, Stephanie uh, and Don, do you have anything else you want to add to this? If I could just, um, sorry, Wendy, I just, uh, if I could just add it, Stephanie, that. You know, um, if people are starting, as Don said, to, to have those feelings and concerns, uh, they should seek help sooner than later. Um, there is a lot of services out there we can link you to if we don't provide them ourselves. And the longer you wait, the harder it is often to, um, you know, get the right tools in place to help you uh, through this um, very difficult time. So um, I'd really encourage people to start earlier and not wait until it really precipitates. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know what's um, available out there in terms of resources for workforce training? Like we deal with obviously a lot of counseling of entrepreneurs and what not just through business development and their plans. 
Um, but, you know, but we also hear a lot of their, their stresses that are happening. And we, being on the other end of the desk sometimes, you know, we also have to be, you know, to ensure we know that resources like this are available. But what kind of training is there um, to prepare us in the workforce with whether it's staff or with um, um, just entrepreneurs, like people in general, what is there for that kind of support? I, That's a really good question, <laughs> Dawn. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, it, it depends on the degree of, of training that you're looking for. Um, you know, certainly there's lots of informal programs that you can participate in, some train the trainer, um, mental health first aid, those types of programs that have been around for a long time that just give you some of those really basic um, intervention tricks that you can use in the moment. And then, you know, depending on the, the amount of questions you're having and the amount of time you want to spend, there's there's varying degrees of more intense training that you could do um, in terms of sort of some crisis management or things like that. So it just really depends on what your business would be, be looking for. If it's really just some of those quick in the moment sort of um, things that you could maybe suggest when you're walk, working through some, an issue on the phone with someone or in person with a uh, an entrepreneur, I would encourage things like the mental health first aid and some of those very basic skill sets. Okay, no, that's a great recommendation. Yeah, and sometimes it's just knowing to recognize them, right? Um, because the cues aren't always told to you, so you've got to look for other cues. Yeah, and I really wanted to highlight that and maybe should have spent some more time in my slides on that because those symptoms are very subtle and, mm -hmm. and sometimes we don't even recognize them within ourselves but you actually might recognize it in someone else. You know, maybe you recognize that your colleague or your peer is suddenly a lot more irritable or, you know, they're talking about that they don't, they're not hungry or they're not sleeping. And that might be an opportunity for you to explore a little bit further if they're starting to notice some struggles. So, so maybe we don't even recognize it in ourselves, but we can certainly start to look a little bit closer about around our teams and, and try to determine if we're recognizing any of those subtle things that we can start to encourage people to seek help for. Right, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> you're, you're muted, Patrick. Thanks. That, that's the saying for 2020. Um, yeah, um, so I'd like to thank you both for uh, participating on our WC conversation today. And and I definitely think it's a topic that um, um, needs a lot of um, you know, basically education on and awareness for, um, especially related to just trying to to function in a in a business and trying to keep them uh, opening and running and being healthy and productive. Um, of course, you know, dealing with individuals and families and and everything as well too. Um, but uh, I do appreciate you you bringing this to light for us and and um, showing us where we can get support. Thank you, Patrick. It was an honor to come today. And I just want to echo in closing Stephanie's sentiments about, you know, making sure that 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 awareness piece is is very big and we want to start having more conversations about mental health and mental wellness. And, you know, it's not something that people need to be ashamed of. It's something that we want to encourage people to to acknowledge, to recognize and to just take that first step in in getting some support wherever they might need it.
completely agree with that. <laughs> Great. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. You too. Bye now. <laughs>